We're back. Doug on the Hub. Season 5, Week 10. Ladies and gentlemen, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Today is Friday, March 22nd. Broadcasting in from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me this afternoon, as per usual, are Sam and Eli. Fellas, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel. How you doing? Also broadcasting from Champaign, Illinois. What? <laughs> this is <laughs> everyone. Uh, this is Sam. I'm in the flattest city in the country. So flat. My hot take today. I actually have a double hot take. First hot take is uh, you heard it here first. After 13 years in Philadelphia, Bryce Harper is going to look exactly like John Cruck did when he retired. Um, so the Philly cheesesteaks. Right, from eating all the Philly cheesesteaks. Uh, and that if you look at pictures of John Cruck as a young man, he looks exactly like Bryce Harper. Um, my other second hot take is that Despite picking last in our fantasy baseball draft last night, my team is so much better than Eli's team. So, two hot takes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. This is Eli coming at you per usual from Boston. Disregard the second part of what Sam just said because it's absolutely bullshit. Um, my hot take is um, a salute to the fans in Japan where baseball is going on right now for the final week of preseason. Uh, Ichiro Suzuki had his final game um, for retirement and I was watching it. The game was on early in the morning um, because it's over in Japan. And um, he first came off of the field to like a 15 minute long standing ovation, which you'd think would be kind of tiresome, but actually was the shit. And then after the game, fans refused to leave the stadium, even after they were being asked to, because they were still there cheering for the guy. And if any of us could ever hope to be loved by anybody, like (laughs) fans love Ichiro, you know, that'd be a a goal in life. Yeah. Find someone who to love you like Japanese people love Ichiro. Yeah, and exactly that'll be that'll be dumped on the ump one day. Yeah, do you think there's some real creepy Ichiro themed pornography in Japan? One hundred percent. Yeah, starring Hideki Matsui. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Uh (laughs) All right. Yeah, creepy. All right, let's turn up the creepiness vibes. Again, my name is Joel Wood Champaign, Illinois. My hot take is a shout out to my mom and dad who found all my baseball cards, baseball cards in the attic of my childhood home and shipped them to me. Sam and I went through them yesterday. I actually have binders full of old baseball cards from the early 90s. And it turns out I was kind of a Mariners Dodgers fan yeah, Dodgers. when I was a kid. I have no memory of this, but I have a lot of Dodgers baseball cards. He has uh, a lot of Ken Griffey Jr. baseball cards, and also, what, you have a Randy Johnson, Randy Johnson rookie card? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he also has a Danny Ainge baseball card. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> Danny Ainge played baseball? He was a two-sport star uh, playing for the Celtics and the Toronto, Toronto Blue Jays. And Joel has his baseball card. Wow. He hit two home runs. Wait, he played for the Celtics? No. Yeah, he played for the Celtics. He played and for now the he's Celtics. the GM for the Celtics. And now he's the GM for the Celtics. Yeah. But he also played baseball. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or it's the same, some guy with the same name who was, like, not a very good baseball player. But he stole a lot of bases. He was a base stealer. Right? I wonder if that Randy Johnson rookie card will be one day. Worth, anyways. What was the code we looked up? Was it the Randy Johnson rookie code? It was $5.88. Nice. Probably be about 10 bucks when you die. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, it's not like a Topps baseball card. It's like a different brand of baseball card. Oh. I feel like the Topps ones are the ones that are like the most collectible. Yeah, I've got a lot of weird off-brand baseball cards. Yeah, like from bubblegum packs. Mm. Uh, what are they, what is that bubblegum called? Big oh. League Shoe. Well, Big League Chew was awesome. That was the one that I thought they had to stop selling it because it resembled chewing tobacco too much. Right. right. And yeah. it, it was marketing chewing tobacco to kids. Right. It was like it was like training kids to like dip. Yeah. I ate it as a child and then chewed through high school and college. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. it works. Marketing so it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to everybody who listened to um, our series of episodes from last two weeks. It's been about 10 days since we podcasted. Shout out to our loyal listeners, Champaign, Illinois, the flattest town in America. New York, Chicago, Providence, Rhode Island, Cincinnati, Ohio, Ashburn, Virginia. Sheboygan. And Sheboygan. Well, yeah, Sheboygan's new. I don't know why we have listeners from Sheboygan. I just wanted to say Sheboygan out loud. Number three, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, number four, London, England. Good and I was That's just because we talked about Ed Sheeran, right? Yeah, must be. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Ed Sheeran. Not according to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I thought we, we dispelled pretty clearly the fact that you, you, you dislike him. Right. Joel's right. watched every episode of Game of Thrones, and he loves Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Um, yeah so thanks for listening to last week's episodes if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes thank you very much hit that rating and review button subscribe to us give us a rating and review we'll announce it on the internet I don't think we got any new ones for me to read this week also check us out on SoundCloud soundcloud soundcloud.com backslash umpenhemp umpenhemp everyone and follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dump on the Ump. All right. Do you guys have anything about baseball you want to talk about? Yeah, lots happened since we last podcasted. Um, Mike, Trout, Mike Trout signed a record-shattering extension, 12 years, $430 million. And my uh, suspicion as to how that went down is, you know, the Angels approached him about signing an extension. He's like, I'll do it. Wait until Bryce Harper signs and then give me a hundred million more dollars than right. him. 
<laughs> and and that's exactly what happened. <clears throat> yeah, that's amazing. Fuck you, Harper. You had that deal. <laughs> you had the top deal for about five days, bud. Yeah. <clears throat> right, and you're going to end up looking like John Crux, so <laughs> <Right>. congratulations. <laughs> Hope you like those Philly cheesesteaks. I also saw a thing on the on Twitter that, oh, shit, I wish I could remember this correctly. There ends the least successful tampering scheme of all time, right? Because Harper had been talking about, yeah, I'm going to go talk to Mike Trout. You better believe I'm going to be talking to Mike Trout about signing with the Phillies. And that lasted all of five days. Yeah. Trout's like, no, fuck you. I'm living in Anaheim, and I'm going to get how much? 430? $430 $430 million, yeah. You know what he's going to do with that money? Oh, yeah, he's going to build weather balloons in his backyard. <sighs> he's just, he's going <laughs> to blow all of that money on weather reading equipment. He's going to buy <laughs> billboards in Philly with the middle finger on them that just... Yeah. <laughs> right, it's just Mike Trout's ass on a billboard in the middle of downtown Philadelphia. <laughs> like that LeBron James, uh, we are all witnesses billboard. Yeah, exactly. It's Mike Trout. Mike Trout, white ass, like lily white ass hanging out, Uh, or it's just like a billboard, and it's like Mike Trout as a giant, and Bryce Harper as like a little peanut next to him, or it's just weather updates. Yeah, (laughs) every one of them is brought by the Weather Channel. Yeah, exactly. That's his dream job. That's why he's not leaving the Angels. He doesn't actually want to play baseball. Right? Right. He got kicked out of meteorological school, probably, (laughs) for being too boring. (laughs) Like, I can't hack it in fucking weather school. I guess we'll go play baseball. Right. And be the best baseball player of the generation. Side note, I was at the barber this week and uh, was waiting to get my hair cut. And that deal was just being finalized. Um, and these guys were talking about Mike Trout, and I was like, oh, have you heard about his nickname? And they're like, no, what's his nickname? I was like, he's called the Weatherman. And they were like, why? And I was like, because it's his favorite TV station. They thought it was the funniest thing on the face of the planet. So uh, we got something going there. Shout out to the Barbershop. Did you steal their phones and subscribe them to our podcast? No, but I'll get on that next time. Damn it, Eli. I was pretty happy with the weatherman. Uh, okay. The weatherman, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, we got to spread that. Mike, the weatherman trout. Okay. Is this a good idea? Are the angels doing the right thing? Are they doing what's best for their organization? I don't know. I mean, somebody was going to give them that kind of money, probably. It might as well be them. Because uh-huh. uh, they can they can spend that kind of money on him uh, before you know, when he's still young rather than waiting for the current contract to end and then having to pay him that kind of money. So I think that if they like their goal was to keep Mike Trout, then it's not a terrible idea. I don't know how much money they're going to have left to pay anybody else. That's the problem. Right. That's, that's the issue. I also look at it this way. He's on pace to break pretty much all the records offensively. Right. If you're in the Angels organization, regardless of how much money it's going to cost you, do you, as a franchise, really want to be known as letting go the best player that ever played the game at some point in history? I mean, look at Babe Ruth. Red Sox still lament the fact of 
selling right. him to the Yankees for about 18 bucks in 1916 or whatever it was. Yeah. <clears throat> so you, you're yeah. going to have what he wants. He's the franchise man. Right. And he'll go into the Hall of Fame as an angel and yeah, all right. of that. That's a good point. <clears throat> but it's, you know, how many World Series is he going to win? Zero. He has zero playoff wins. Yeah. He's gone to the playoffs once and they got swept. I don't know. I think we've talked about this, that the winning strategy, if you want to have a winning team, you have to be able to invest in multiple talented players, right? You need four, three or four really good baseball players. You need... And a really strong farm system. And a very strong farm system. But you'll, I think you can screw yourself over if you throw all your money at a guy. And right. then you don't have any money or you don't have a strong farm system because the advantage of having a strong farm system is you can do what the Cubs did, what the Kansas City Royals did, where you've got a really good team that you're underpaying because they're all young rookies. I don't think the Angels have that. You know, what's interesting is how it's, how it's gearing up the conversation surrounding Mookie Betts, which is all that they can talk about in the media world over here in right. Boston because... He's another guy who could very well be one of the best of his age, of his of his era. And, right. you know, he just watched the other great outfielder get a $500 million contract. His contract's up in 2020 with the Red Sox. Does that mean he's up for a $500 million contract? Somebody. Meanwhile, today, Chris Sale is nearing a $150 million five-year contract with the Red Sox. Um, so, you know, and he's arguably the best pitcher in the league. Right. How, much are they, how long are they on for David Price? You guys have talked a lot about they He's the highest paid player. He's got four more years. How many? Four more, I think. Okay. And what are they paying Martinez? That was a five-year deal, I'm pretty sure. Last year being the first of the five years. Yeah. Well, how right. much is it, though? I can't remember. It was like, yeah, Google or two. It was like two hundred million dollars, I think, for five years or two hundred and fifty. No, three hundred and eighty. I can't remember. I mean, and the Red Sox. I mean, this isn't really a Red Sox story, but it is now. They already have the highest payroll. At least last year they did. One hundred and ten million five year. I mean, that's a deal now. Which sounds like nothing compared yeah. to this year. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Mike Trout is setting the market. But again, I mean, and Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. I know you guys are Mookie Betts fans, and I love Mookie Betts. Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Right, but if you add Mookie Betts' bowling ability on top of his <laughs> baseball ability, then he's way better than Mike Trout. He can dunk, too. And he can dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and his likability. I mean, talk right. about weatherman. Mookie Betts went out after a playoff game to go feed the homeless in downtown Boston at about 2 a.m. You and know, he's got a good smile. Yeah, and he's Chris got a great yeah. So, uh, and that comes with a superstar. Right. He definitely has more star power than Mike Trout. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, he's a little bit younger, too. And if he can string together a couple more seasons, uh, 
like he had last year or the past two years, then there's no way that you could say that he's worth less than, say, Bryce Harper, um, who True. he's who is better than True. by almost all statistical measurements. Um, yeah, if I were Red Sox management and I was being a dick, I would lowball Mookie Betts and try to give him Harpo slash Machado money. Right. I don't think that's lowballing. Well, maybe. That's, that's what, yeah, is that. Compared to Trap. To Trap, exactly, trap. yeah. Just still going to be about two hundred million more than they're paying JD. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of JD, I noticed you snagged him in the draft, right, Joel? Yeah, he's he was. I got fourth pick, and I took JD Martinez because I I did about thirty seconds of research. Well, it's a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with my team. I had no pitchers until the end, and then the last six or seven. Rounds, uh, Sam and I were at Esquire hanging out with a bunch of ladies who had just done a fun run. Yeah, it was like a run to the bar event. Yeah. And we were kind of getting free beers because they thought we were with this organization. But yeah, we, we kind of like, we leached onto the back of a free drinking group. Well played, sir. <laughs> Without exercising. We yeah, didn't we exercise, did no exercise at all. We, did no we, we had just eaten like 50 pounds of barbecue beforehand. Right. It sounds like you guys were the real winners. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my point being, by the last six rounds, I was very drunk on Miller Lite or whatever they were giving us for free. Yeah. It was free, so I'm not complaining. And by free, I mean stolen. Right. Five-finger discount. <laughs> so, yeah, the last six rounds, I was just drafting with random-ass pitchers. Uh, you would also notice, though, Eli, I've got, I've got a fair share of Chicago White Sox on my team. I got Tim Anderson. I got Yohan Moncada. And I got Eloy Jimenez, who has not had a major league at-bat yet. But the White Sox signed him to a six-year, $42 million contract. And he's going to start the beginning of the season next week. Which, finally, White Sox management did something I think was a good idea. That I approve of. You also got Yasiel Puig, which is a brilliant move. And they got Lorenzo Cade. I just draft the guys I like. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That, that, that was, I took him pretty high. That was a... That's a bold move. Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bold. I go big or go home. Because he's not even in the majors, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, have a lot of minor leaguers, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call too, true grit. Yep, yep. Um, what did I want to say, though? There's something Dave about... Martinez. You, uh, oh, what were you... There was something about your draft that I wanted to... Uh, I got Yasio Pig. Yeah, look at my team. My team is ridiculous. I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I drafted oh, last. I got a hot tip for you. Oh. I got a hot tip. That's what oh. it was. Oh. So, uh, Deems, who's D's nuts, y'all, uh, yeah. he auto-draft, and he's a huge Yankee hater, but picked up Stanton. 
which so he's going to be looking to unload that guy one way or another. You could either trade him some no name for him or just watch for him to drop him and pick him up if you want a slugger. But that's the thing. But then you'll have Stanton on your team. But then you'll have Stanton on your team. Right. And that was a funny thing about this draft, and I knew this was going to happen because it's Eli, it's you and all your friends, and you all hate the Yankees. Right. So every New York Yankee you can get for super cheap. Like, who got Gary Sanchez? Gary Sanchez is trash. Basic <laughs> catcher. Right. But he's still trash. He bats he like two. Simon Scranton. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. I, I agree with you guys. Did anybody draft Gary Sanchez last night? Uh, right. Me. I got Yasmani Grandal. I got Yadier Molina. Which I feel pretty good about. Because he hits home runs. Grandal does. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure the audience is fascinated by the details of our private <laughs> fantasy baseball draft last night. <laughs> so let's talk about the Mariners. Ichiro retired in the two, right? So Seattle played a two-game set against Oakland Athletics, won both games. So the Mariners have the best record in baseball at 2-0. and Right. Those games count, right? Yep, those are real games. Those are real games. The regular season has started. Sick. And Ichiro, did he play one game or two games? Dude, actually? we should have gone to Japan this week. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You're right. <laughs> Next time. Next next year. <laughs> um, I mean, what what is there to say about Ichiro? One of the greatest of all time, greatest Japanese player of all time. All these other players, Shohei Otani, what the fucking Yankee guys, Tanaka probably. They, Hideki Matsui, Hideki. <laughs> owner of a massive pornography library. He does. Yeah. That's true. He's a pornography connoisseur. Him and his wife. He has like an entire room of pornography. Right, an entire room of his house is just filled with weird pornography. Anyway, and part of that's got to be Ichigo things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen someone non-power hitting that has been so at ease at the plate as Ichiro. Yeah. I mean, that guy comes up to the plate, and you're just like, oh, here comes a base hit over the second baseman's head. And he does it. And he does it over and over and over and over again. Which is good on baseball, right? If every player uh, imitated, I don't know if imitated is the right word, like, modeled their game after Ichiro, baseball would be a lot more fun. Maybe. Ah. I mean, he's, he's just, he found his way of playing the game, and he did it better than anyone else that way. Is you know? he your favorite player for the New York Yankees? Sorry? Is he your favorite Yankee? He played for the even, Yankees. I don't right? even think of him as a Yankee. No, no, he's a Mariner. He's a Seattle Mariner. I think we all agree with that. He was like but he a played non- for the Yankees. Yeah, he what, was like a non-regular starter, yeah. though. He was, like, off the bench for the Yankees. Yeah. I, I blacked out all good players playing for the Yankees out of my mind. Like Andrew McCutcheon, no longer a Yankee. Don't even think it happened. Thank God. Who drafted him? I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your team's going to be so bad this year. 
I'm so excited. <laughs> I got no pitching. Blake Snell. Blake Snell is my number, my ace. He's good. Yeah. He won the... He won the Zion one. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And he still plays for the Rays. I have, like, a bunch of number three starters. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Ichiro, like... <clears throat> The story couldn't be much more favorable, but like if we're talking about what if he had come to the United States a lot earlier, because he was like 30, right, when he came to the major leagues? Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole thing is that he has the hit record if you count his Japanese. His Japanese. Yeah. yeah. He had like 3,000 hits before he even came to the United States. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and also he like, he had, well, he had 3,000 hits in 10 years, basically, which is like, Pretty incredible. Yeah. And and that was his, you know, he came here in his prime, but he's been playing professional baseball since he was 20 or something. Yeah. I mean, he's great baseball player, Hall of Famer, never won a World Series, which I think is sad. And, you know, going back, the Mariners need to win a World Series. If I had a time machine... I would go back to what was it, two thousand one? Was that Maybe. was that the one hundred twenty one team? Two thousand no, you're right, two thousand one I think. Yeah. I would go back to two thousand one. I would murder baby Derek Jeter, even though he was an adult. No, just tattoo a dick on his face. <laughs> I forgot <about> that. <laughs> just tattoo a cock and balls on Derek Jeter's baby face and he would never become a, a baseball player. player. Right. And then the, there we go. Okay, so go back in time. To what? When, when was he born? Play 76 or something like that? Yeah. The 70s. Go back to the 70s. Find baby Derek Jeter. Tattoo a cock and balls to his face. Take a bunch of quaaludes. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Look, just because? Yeah, because it's the 70s. <laughs> okay. Like, you could add that to any story. Well, oh, you'd have to be going back in time, though, because it's not like they have them around anymore. Gotcha. That's why the time machine is key. <laughs> Tattoo a cock and ball to Derek, baby Derek Jeter's face. And, no, A-Rod was on that Mariners team. Tattoo a cock and ball on A-Rod's face, but he's still pretty good, so he'd probably still get drafted. Right. I guess. Is this the A-block or the C-block? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <but, laughs> anyway. <laughs> we've been drinking. <laughs> I wish that Mariners team had won a World Series. Right. John Olrude. Yeah. Uh, was Randy Johnson on that team? Or was he uh, Maybe. No, because he won the World Series that year with the Diamondbacks, didn't he? Wasn't that the year they won? 2001, they that beat the Yankees? That was the year they beat the Yankees. Yeah. And he was on that team. So he wouldn't have been on that, that Mariners Interesting. team. Interesting. But that was also Ichiro's rookie season. Yeah. And was Griffey still on the and team? And he won then? Rookie of the Year, and he won MVP. MVP. Yeah. If Griffey, no, was not. Okay. Because Griffey should have won the World Series, too. Somewhere. Yeah. With the Cincinnati Reds. All right, Eli, how are we doing? Um, we are about at, we're at 27 minutes. We could close it there. Well, do you got? I mean, March Madness is happening. I think. I think it's a random number generator. What? <laughs> I, 
I think Moj Madness is just a random number generator. Like, I think we get so excited about Moj Madness. Everybody's at the ball, drinking, watching basketball. It's basically you're just flipping quarters to see who wins. Yeah. Well, right? That's, what if, that's why sports betting will change everything. Right. <laughs> oh, that's what we should end on, oh, that yeah. story. Tell we, that story. <laughs> we went to the bar yesterday. I got into champagne yesterday at like 11 in the morning. So we went to the bar at 11 in the morning, 11 in the morning <laughs> to watch the first basketball game. And we were sitting at the bar drinking and eating. Uh, Fred the, it's called The Mound, and it's Cajun fries topped with bacon and melted cheese. Shout so out to Pia's. Shout out to Pia's bar. With chipotle mayo for dipping and sour cream. It was right? pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Serious cheese fries. Anyway. Uh, the guy. There was a guy sitting at the table next to us who and we overheard our conversation, started talking to us. And he had bet $500, $500 on Yale over... LSU? LSU. Chicago. Oh, not to, cover, to win, not, not to, to win. win. Yeah. yeah, to cover the spread. Yeah, he bet on Yale <laughs> to cover the spread against LSU. And what was the spread? The game six, six and, and a half, half points. <laughs> and so the game started, and LSU like opens the game on a twenty to nothing run or some shit like that. And this guy five hundred dollars on Yale to cover the spread. Anyway, he didn't make it past oh, halftime. He was. He was, like, at the beginning of the game, he was talking with us, like, being friendly, like, yeah. laughing, telling jokes. And then the first half goes, and LSU's got a 15 or 16-point lead, and he gets quieter and quieter right. and, and like, quieter. the color drains out of his face, you know? Like, <clears throat> and he was, like, at the beginning, he's like, yeah, I bet I'm the cover the spread, spread but they're going to win this game. This yeah. is the bracket buster. Yale was his bracket buster. He said it's the bracket buster. So, so the guy leaves at halftime with Yale down by, like, 13 or 14 points. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, we should, like, look out for that guy. Yeah, we should go with him and make sure he doesn't harm himself. <laughs> Wait, but he covered the spread. They did cover the spread, right? <laughs> so he's happy now, assuming that he didn't kill himself at halftime. But uh, five, right? Yeah, no, and that was the funny thing is we're watching the end of the game with my other friends who actually bet on LSU to beat the spread. Right. So him, his table was replaced by these two guys that had bet considerable money in the opposite direction on that same game. So it was like it was funny for us because both halves of the game we were sitting right next to people who were like really upset about what was going on in, <laughs> in that LSU game. LSU versus Yale. <laughs> this is the future, my friends. <laughs> and so at the end of the game, I started rooting for Yale not to win. I was rooting for Yale to beat the spread because I was kind of worried about this guy and his five hundred dollars. Wow. And what they, anxiety ball is what we're all headed for. Well, yeah. and that was the thing at the end of the game. Sam, you said this. LSU was up by, like, five with a few seconds left. And they had the ball. And they were at the free throw line. Right. Got to make your free throws. Got, you got to make your free throws. Uh, and, and you were like, watch. He's going to miss these free throws, and then Yale's going to hit a three just to beat the spread or something like that. No, right? no, it was the opposite. Uh, I was... 
I was Yale had the ball, and I was like, LSU is going to get the ball back with 20 seconds left, but they're not going to. And if they made a two pointer, they would cover the. They would beat the spread. And I was like, they're not going to take the shot because they don't have to. They're just going to dribble out the clock. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And so these guys were like, we're going to, you know, they could have won their money, but the guys for LSU didn't care because they'd already won the game, you know? (laughs) Like you said, Eli, that's the future of sports. Strangers sitting around in a ball worried about two school teams that they have no relation. Like, I don't have any Fucking Yale. George Bush went to Yale. What do I care about Yale? And Mr. Burns. And Mr. Burns went to Yale. Uh, Worrying about if they lose by six or seven points. Jesus Christ. Brave New World. Yeah, not even rooting that they win. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's immaterial to their investment in the game. Sure. Um, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. We'll put this up later in the day today, Friday, March 22nd. If you've got any opinions, March Madness, March Sadness, hit us up. Tweet at us at Dump on the Ump. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. And find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Umpenhemp. Have fun watching March Madness. And, um... When does everybody else start playing baseball? Monday? I guess so. Must be. Sunday or Monday. Yeah. Or Tuesday. 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 Tuesday, yeah. We, oh, I'm so excited. I know, right? We haven't done AL predictions. We'll have to do that sometime. But not now. Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah, it's going to be pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. We'll do that. Let's, let's record that later because I got, I got some hot takes. Just, just watch. Alright. All about the Minnesota Twins. Alright. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant evening.